Welcome to the Come Clean Pod, a place where we take the taboo out of TMI. We're stripping away shame and eradicating embarrassment through conversations held with honesty, humor, and humanity. We're your hosts. I'm Holiday. And I'm Mando. Come with us while we do our dirty laundry. We, all right, so I had a training for bar and Holly came down. Yep. Down and over. (laughs) We talked about I have zero sense of geography. (laughs) So um, that was so nice of you to come and experience the training, which you stayed with me and my family for a little while. And I loved having you here. And um. Yeah, I think like that time together was so nice because we got to talk a lot about in person some of the things that we obviously talk about a lot when we're like remote from one another. But we were chatting about one of the things I've recently realized that I really want to start kind of leaning into is just doing the things I want to do, like without the hesitation or the reservation around what other outside influences may be thinking or feeling about it. And of course, like we go into everything with a a mindfulness about it. Like, why are we doing a certain set of things and having a little bit of like forethought into what we're doing? It's not like we're just totally reacting, but like, you know, I'm talking like sharing stuff out in the world that we might otherwise feel a little bit insecure about. So or like preemptively like, judging yeah yourself or or worrying like oh this is something that this person is going to judge me for like first of all we don't know that and second of all who cares right like okay so here's the thoughts that I've been having recently around this there are a lot of things I'd like to kind of like put myself out there for right like whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It could be like, I want to start making reels on Instagram on how to bake cakes. I don't know. I'm just using that as an example. And like, you know, you have like a a feeling or an idea of what you want to be doing, but then like to actually go through doing it and then putting it out there I feel like that's where the hesitation comes for me because I'm like, well, what if it's not received? And like, what if other people think that this is stupid? Or even just thinking back to some of like the crazy things in my life that I've wanted to make happen, like I've gotten like this close to whatever it was and just feeling like a little bit silly about it. And I think I'm really ready to just be like, no, because you know what happens if you don't do the thing? guess what? It's like never going to happen. It's never going to happen. So Holly, do you remember? (laughs) I know I'm going to share this with the world. So last July, I feel like it may have been two Julys ago because everything time is a blur (laughs) to me. I was going to the Marin Morris concert. Yes. Do you remember this story? Mm -hmm. Okay. So here's my crazy story. So I'm just going to put it all out there and lay it all on the table. So I love Marin Morris. I think she's fantastic. Love her music. I have so, like have such a connection with her music. Love it. Don't even get me started on the song Detour. If you want to go look that up, it's so good. Speaks to my soul. So anyway, 
love Marin Morris and she was coming to Boston. And so we had tickets to go see her show. I'm like, I love teaching. Like it lights me up so much. I love it. It brings me so much joy. And I started going on her Instagram page and like looking at her tour dates and like all of her info, right? Like so like borderline stalking Marin Morris, okay? So I'm just going to admit that right now. Like borderline like being like, who is her tour manager? Who's on her tour? Like what's happening? And I found her photographer, RK Deeb, okay, on Instagram <laughs> if you want to follow her. And I'm like following her. I'm looking at her stuff. She's on tour with Marin Morris taking pictures. Like, how cool is that? And even her story is really cool, by the way, because she talks a lot about how, like, you know, she just started in the industry as just like a regular photographer and then like got discovered one day. And now she's taking pictures for like the Lumineers and Marin Morris, and it's cool. just the coolest. But, and I'd love to hear more of her story. Like, you don't actually get to do the thing, the big thing that you're dreaming of, unless you take the first step, as ridiculous as it might sound. So, so me being me, I'm like, I'm going to DM this girl and be like, hey, you guys are coming to Boston. I saw that you do yoga on tour, which is true because I was doing a little stocking on the page. <laughs> and I would love to come teach a class for you guys the morning of the show. Right? Like. Okay. I'm like, she's never going to answer me. Like, this is so silly. She answered me. And she was like, oh my gosh, that sounds so cool. Like, I'll ask Marin. But here's the thing, right? Like, whether she was just being kind or she was just blowing smoke up my ass or whether or not it was going to happen or not, she responded to me, which was super cool. And I will say, regardless of the outcome and regardless of what was going on behind the scenes and the intentions and all of that, it did something, which I hope everyone can recognize, is it sort of helped grow that little light of hope of the thing that I wanted to be doing. So it gave me hope that this opportunity could actually happen. It like gave me a little bit of fire to be like, oh, like this thing you want to do is actually possible. You know what I mean? So she communicated back and forth with me for like a few messages back and forth over the next couple of days. Long story short, like it didn't happen. And that's fine. But I will say it was like for the first time in a long time, that was like one of the quote unquote, like crazy things that I did. You know what I mean? Those are the things that I think that we hold ourselves back on because we're like, well, I might get rejected or well, like I might feel stupid. Or here's the thing that I am starting to learn about these like failure experiences or like these rejection experiences is that Here's the difference between people who find themselves having a goal, right? Like you have a goal to do a thing. And if it doesn't happen, there's one set of people that are like, okay, like it didn't happen, move on to the next thing, right? Like how many no's can I get until I get a yes? And I know a lot of people like that who are very successful and I think it speaks volumes. And then there's another set of human beings who I feel like, and I've definitely been here attach their value and their worth to the outcome of it versus mm -hmm. like, no, I'm not going to attach just because that was a no or that was a rejection. I'm not going to attach my sense of value or worth to this idea or this thing that didn't happen because, well, then that means it's over for me. And that's simply not true. I have a, I mean, not a similar 
experience in like the actuality of like the details. But when I was, gosh, I mean, I guess it's similar in that I'm kind of embarrassed to tell the story. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be not here. (laughs) Before I, when I was like first like dipping my toe in to realizing that I wanted to use my life as like a working example not example, but like a working way to help other people. I wanted to lead by example and like be a guide by people's side. Like I wanted to be a cheerleader along with people to like help them realize their own greatness, not through anything that I did, but like through doing it myself and finding my own strengths and and things like that. And, and I thought I found that I was like, oh my gosh, coaching. Okay. I just like my first like tiptoe into coaching was a multi-level marketing scheme, <laughs> beach, beach body coaching. So uh, to all my Facebook friends in the 2016 times or 2017, I don't remember. I'm so sorry if you got a hey girl <laughs> message from me. <laughs> I was really just trying to help. I didn't realize that I was in a pyramid scheme. But regardless, um, my coach had that go for no. We like that was our assignment was to every month try to get a hundred no's because for a hundred no's, you're statistically going to get five yeses. And I find that mindset so incredibly helpful because you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm just getting closer to my yes. Like I just got to burn through these no's because it doesn't mean anything about me. It just means, oh, you weren't, you and I weren't working towards the same thing. We weren't the right connection. It has nothing to do with me. Your connection is out there and my client connection is out there and we're just not, not, it's either not the right place, not the right time or not the right client, Mm -hmm. client coach connection. And yet as often as I can sometimes implement this detachment from what I'm offering and what I'm and like the outcome of like the pitch or the sale mm-hmm. or whatever i think it's due to the nature of of our our industry that it's hard because a lot of it rests on us it's not that we're like out there selling vacuums mhm you know we're out there saying trust me i have walked down this path and i and i've turned back and i've said i've seen what's ahead and it's good so if you'd like i could walk beside you so you don't have to walk alone until we get to the next checkpoint so so it it, it does have a little bit to do with us in that we're asking people to to trust that we've had training that we know what we're talking about and and we're hoping I don't know if hoping is the right word, but we're sort of part of our heart and our spirit and our personality is being put out there. We're not just saying, here's a vacuum. Do you need a vacuum? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, you know, there's that side of the token. And then directly on the other side of that token, I think about my cleaning products company. And you think, okay, it's cleaning products. Like, take them or leave them. If you like them, you like them. If you don't, you don't. No big deal. But like I do often find that I am hurt when I remember I had a boss. uh, I had a part-time job a couple of years ago and she would have me get her mail 
And I couldn't help but notice that she hadn't ordered cleaning supplies in a little while. And she's having me get her mail. And I'm going to the post office and picking up her Grove boxes. Yeah. Yeah. So you're making me go pick up your cleaning supply delivery. Ouch. You know, like, so it is, it, it's really, really hard to not take these things personally. But I think part of the, I think the practice is like, I think all of this, everything, whether it's about putting ourselves out there just to share or to sell something or to connect, we just have to trust and believe that the good will outweigh the haters and and the I even hate that. I don't even like that term it's so annoying but I, I agree with you I have feelings around the term haters <laughs> but like uh, we have to the other day I for no other reason like I am a health and nutrition coach I did go on to uh, take a year of um, health and nutrition certification at I the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and the other day I was feeling um, run down. I was like, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make ginger shots, like uh, immunity ginger shots, and I was like, I'll just video it. Like, I don't do like that. My content is never anything like that, and I just was like, why not? I'll just take a time lapse video. I don't know. Seems fun. Like, I wasn't hoping to get anything out of it. I wasn't hoping to like get new clients or you know sell anything. I just thought maybe someone else is feeling run down and would like a recipe for ginger shots, and like maybe this keeps them from getting sick. Like, just pure intentions. And I set up the whole thing and I did all the stuff and I like tested the video to make sure I was in the video when I like went around the counter and I was like, okay, saw that. I swear God, I saw that it was going. And then after I was done, I was like, that was fun. Okay. It's nowhere on my phone. It's not there. There is no file. There is no video. It does not exist. (laughs) Have you actually gone down the road of like making a real yeah, I've made reels for oh, my yeah. for my business and stuff. Okay. Yeah. It's very time consuming. And it is like to make a good one, yes. Yes, it really is. And so I had a very similar experience because I oh, I want to hear what you're gonna say. I was just gonna say, you're not the thing is what I was getting to very, very long road was you're not gonna get good at it unless you do it. I had this with a yoga student the other day who they wanted to be in a pose. They wanted to get into a pose in theory, but their body wasn't ready and they were frustrated. And I was like, well, you you might not get it right today, but if you don't reach around and see if you can reach, you're never going, your body's never gonna open up to that place. And also, if you don't keep reaching around and trying, you'll never know on the day that you can get it. I am 7,000% convinced that when you realize that, that is when you can actually start to make progress. Mm. Mm -hmm. I've seen examples of this and I personally experienced it. (laughs) It's very frustrating if you're going through something. And like, if you said that to me, I'd probably want to punch you right in the (laughs) face (laughs) until I was ready to hear it. (laughs) Just like anything else in life. But similarly, when I, so I don't have a dance background. I mean, I did like pop one or cheerleading, but when I was 19, I know, you know, I tried out for the Patriots and I failed miserably. Like, and I know that. Oh yeah. I didn't make it. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I didn't have any dance experience. I also had no confidence and I wanted to just be all polished and ready to go. 
And so that like crushed my soul, but it was the best thing that could have happened for me because I took that next year. And I'm not kidding. I tell this story like (laughs) to anyone who ever asked me about it. I went to Home Depot and I bought two giant mirrors. And in like our, you know, I still lived at home. So it was like our apartment that we lived in as a family. And I went into like our unfinished basement and then leaned the mirrors up against the side of the wall. Or I think my dad might have helped install them or put them up. And I just like danced in front of those mirrors, like watched myself dance. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's awkward. That's weird. And then I tried out again the next year and I made it. And I made it like by the skin of my teeth because I was always the girl on the team that was getting pulled into the locker room like, hey, get your shit together. (laughs) But that was such a good learning experience. And I feel like same thing in yoga. I just took a yoga class yesterday and I'm not flexible in my back at all. Like I have a very inflexible back and I'm so frustrated by the bendy yogis. They get into these beautiful back bends and I'm just like, well, I'm not there. And so something she cued yesterday about glute activation and I had never heard it that way before. And I was like, whoa, okay, I'm not there, but like now I know how to get there. Like now I know where I need to work and stop trying to just like force myself into a place that I am not ready to be in. And also in putting it back to the spirit of what we're talking about, if I want to actually put myself out there, then I need to know that I am going to fall mis- fa- fall and fail mm-hmm. in front of people and there will be judgments and there will be, it will be on public display and guess what? Who fucking cares? Because mm-hmm. I'm never going to get to where I want to be if I don't actually just try to do it. Yes. I'm try- Sorry, I'm trying not to use hyperbolic la- language, but I was going to be like a thousand percent <laughs> because it's in now. So I'm also trying not to use language to, that like m- mental health. It's not kind or correct to be like, it's insane. I love that you're saying this because I am and, and we're doing it in real time for real people people to hear us Mm -hmm. having this because I feel like you and I stop ourselves all the time when we're like, that's so ridiculous, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, I feel like our whole society is shifting through this right now. Like, and we can do it together. Like, and we, yeah, and we can be like, oh, right. Uh, that's bananas. You know, like we, it doesn't have to be like, uh, how come we have to change our language? We always said things is one way. How come people are so mad now? Because or, we know better. Oh my God, can you believe that this person did that? And let's cancel them forever. Mm-hmm. I think we have to walk each other side by side and have some grace for our mistakes. As long as we can have accountability for them. All... Some softness and kindness allows for learning mm-hmm. and growing and changing. But if we just shut things off and shut things down, that's the same. Oh, it all it always comes back around. It's exactly the same as expecting yourself to always put out a perfect, polished, viral reel when you have no experience with this. So you're just not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, so what? I'm just we're just not going to talk. No, that's not the answer. We sh- we do our best, and we fumble, and we. Flub, and you know what? I am maybe I'm choosing to believe because it behooves me because I'm this type of person. Maybe it's wishful thinking. I don't know, but I believe that it's the people who are willing to try and and willing to do things imperfectly that will eventually get somewhere. 
mm-hmm. or will touch people. It's not even about getting somewhere, but it's about being real and 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 helping and making an impact. And I think sharing our likeness as we collaborate with other communities, individuals, people, because I I really do believe that we can all have a job, right? Like we can all like go get any job and that can be our job. But I do truly believe that there is purpose for every individual and that purpose, call it your vocation, your likeness, what you're meant to share is like embedded in us in some way. So like you could be, you know, a bagger at the grocery store, but still make such a huge difference through that vocation of who you are, through that like purpose of who you are. And I think that no matter what you're doing, you're sharing that in every sense of the word. And so I actually think that's why it's interesting when when people say, well, don't take it person, don't take it, it's business or it's personal. I I don't necessarily believe that. I think that we can, like I said before, like detach our sense of value from things that don't work out for us. Like we don't need to attach ourselves to that. But I do believe that they're so interconnected. Like what we put out there is basically essentially it's our passion, our purpose, our vocation of our life and what we're going to share with other people. And in return, those people are going to share alongside you and it you like and mesh with one another and complement one another. And I think the real like the crux like the really beautiful important thing of what you just said is that we all have this essence. We all bring something to each interaction, to each moment of each day. Like a bagger at a grocery store who maybe makes everybody feel seen and heard and loved and helps people to the car or or gives somebody a laugh, whatever it is. Let's just stick with that that example. If someone in that same position was like, I'm just a bagger at the grocery store, but I want to be I want to be an influ like an influence on people in that I help them feel good, but I can't because I'm just a bagger at the grocery store. Mm. Then they're they they're attaching their value to what they're doing to like where they are and what society like the judgments that they're perceive they're 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 not even really perceiving them because they're projecting and then perceiving their own projections instead of living their own their own essence their own value living out loud living their truth, putting themselves out there without fear of judgment, without fear of everybody else's noise. And when you do that, when you're living in truth and happiness and your your gifts and essence, then then nothing can touch you because like those judgments don't exist because there's, there's nothing vitality. to judge you on and your value cannot be taken from you because you're not hinging it on an external thing. It's coming from within because from within, you know that you are do you are being rather mm-hmm. than doing. You, you are existing. You are real. I couldn't agree with that more. So that's why you're going to see a lot of um, a lot of me <laughs> doing rap reels on Instagram. <laughs> I wish we could remember your nickname from um, oh. teacher training. Oh yes, yeah. so just like quick story. A money. It might be. It, it was a money. Was it a money? A money and old penny. Yes. Yes. A money. <laughs> just so everybody quickly knows this before we do sign off for the day here, my dream 
which I want everyone to know, I do realize is that this is a dream that is like, you know, it's just a dream that I would love to be a rapper. Like, I wish I could I've rap. I've learned so much about you today. Oh, you don't I actually this. know this? I didn't know that. And I didn't know that you didn't make the cheerle- the Patriots the first time. Oh, well, yeah, no, for real. Like, it, it's like, listen, I think there are things that we can contend with in our life and understand like what will actually happen and what won't happen. I know that I don't have a great singing voice. Now, if I wanted to like spend every day of my life getting voice lessons and singing, I probably could get good enough to not like scratch people's ears off. So it's not something I want to work at. That's my point. But Mm -hmm. if it just came naturally to me and I could be like Nicki Minaj or like Cardi B, like I'd be all about that. I just think it's the coolest. I can't tell you the number of times I've tried to rap songs in the middle of a class and I've got the lyrics wrong. And oh, but yeah, it's like a secret alter ego of mine. I want to be a rapper. So when the reels came out on Instagram and you could just rap like lip sync to the voice of it. Now that's where it's at. So that's that's what I'm going to be doing. I love it. Anyway, guys, I hope you all have a great day. We love you so much. Please put yourself out there. Bye. Bye, guys. Come Clean Pod is produced by Ando Hawthorne and Holly B. All ideas and opinions expressed are evolving and should not be taken out of the context of the larger conversation. We're always learning and we'll continue to do our best. Take what you need. Don't worry about the rest. If you like the pod, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow us together on Instagram at ComeCleanPod, Ando at yours truly Ando, Holly is at HB Lionheart, or email us to ComeCleanPod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening. Until next time.